Hey everyone, welcome back. This is our very last episode of season one. So sad. Oh, it's so sad. We have some plans for um, over the break. We were thinking about possibly doing like a hot take every week on social media and maybe just some other sorts of free posting (laughs) throughout. We don't have any set plans for sure, but please know that we will still try and stay somewhat active on social media until season two, which we are looking at uh, starting season two, like late November, early December, somewhere around there. So um, be on the lookout for that, but please keep interacting with us, talking to us. We still love to hear from you. And uh, until then, (laughs) I guess this is our last episode for now. So weird. (laughs) So weird. Haley and I were reflecting a little bit about this in our meeting last week and just how over the summer... It, it had just been kind of a joke that we were going to start this or, and then all of a sudden yeah. it just became a reality. <laughs> <laughs> like literally overnight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> so, but it's been really good. It's been a lot of fun for us, giving us something to do. So we look like we're actually productive human beings in society. So that's been really nice. <laughs> something to brag about. Of course. Of course. Um, So we are going to do things a little bit differently, but uh, we are actually going to skip hot takes and we are going to go straight into thriving, not thriving. So Haley, how are you doing? I I don't know how I'm doing. (laughs) Last week when we recorded our episode with Anson, I had a bit of a sore throat, didn't think much about it. And then by the time that Rainy and I met on Thursday... I was not thriving. I felt terrible, had some really bad congestion, didn't think it was COVID because I didn't have any other symptoms other than a sore Mm -hmm. throat and congestion. And then right after our meeting, I talked to Logan and then about an hour later, I experienced just about every other COVID symptom other than a fever. Oh no. <laughs> Rainy had really encouraged me to just take a break mm-hmm. and to go ahead and get a sub lined up for Friday. And so I did take that advice. I needed Yay. that day off. <laughs> I got COVID. I'm so proud tested. of you. <laughs> um, I had already made plans to uh, go with my parents, and I have one of my sisters came into town for the weekend so we had planned to hang out with some family friends at the lake so I got my negative COVID test I only experienced those other symptoms that Thursday night so I was able to sleep in Friday really rest up we leave Saturday morning to go to the lake and about 30 minutes I think we were about 30 minutes out from our friend's house when we got into a car wreck <gasps> I yes. did not know about this. <laughs> I know. Oh well, my I was waiting to tell you. So we're oh. at a stoplight in the middle of nowhere. We're following my parents who are in front of us. And so two cars behind us, this family 
driving um trying to think of what car oh uh like a honda crv or something Mm -hmm. of that sort going about 45 miles an hour either their brakes went out or they weren't paying attention to the light so they run into the car behind us that car behind us hits us then we Mm -hmm. hit my parents oh so domino effect yes i was dead asleep in the passenger seat luckily with my seatbelt on oh good i was wearing my glasses and something about like the sudden impact did something weird to my face so like i was woken up and like the second i realized what had happened my lips started burning my right half of my face started to swell up of course I'm crying because I was I was dead asleep. I've never been in a car wreck before. Aww. I could just hear the kids from two cars back screaming because they were scared. I don't think they were wearing seatbelts. Their airbags went off. Luckily ours oh did gosh. not. And so <laughs> that just Yeah, that was not a great start to our lake day. No. But everything was everything was fine. I was the only one that was like partially injured. Wasn't really an injury, but they said, you know what? Expect some swelling on your lips, maybe some bruising. You might have a black eye in a couple of days. Haven't experienced that. I've had a little bit of swelling here and there, but no bruising. Was that from the airbag? No, I I just happened. It was. Yeah. That's so interesting. I have like some bruising. That feels like more internal on my chest from my seatbelt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. So then we get to the lake. My uh, friend's dad takes us out on the lake and we're tubing. And the first time I fall off of the tube, I land smack dab in the water and I bruised my tailbone. Oh my gosh, your poor body just got so beat up. I am in excruciating pain when I have to move. So I don't sit very often because it's very painful to stand Mm -hmm. up. But I had already booked tickets with my sister and brother-in-law to go to a big amusement park for that night Mm -hmm. because they had their big Halloween weekend, like carnival type thing set up and we already bought tickets. It's my favorite amusement park. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to suck it up. I already bought the tickets. They're only in town this week. We have to go. Went, had a blast, but like my body (laughs) is not okay. I only sat at school once today. Mm -hmm because of how painful it is to stand up but I'm no longer feel sick I'm like the car accident wasn't that bad okay so it's looking up so I don't know I think I'm thriving now (laughs) (laughs) I don't know you're alive and that's what matters yeah yeah and right before we started recording I thought you know what the universe just knew that I really needed a solid story for episode mm-hmm. 10. So mm-hmm. it's it all did. about getting that content. It didn't. It manifested. What about you? Well, um, I guess that that's how it manifested for your content. It kind of happened with me too. <laughs> oh, I know. We've been talking about our struggles. Yeah. So without going into too many details, because it's just a lot, I spent like a full 45 minutes just unloading on Haley. 
which I'm grateful for yeah, that she's good. here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I've had a really hard last couple of weeks and, um, I don't know if other people feel this way, but I've really kind of just felt like every time I try to make things right or do something right, I just keep hitting a wall and just doing things terribly wrong <laughs> instead. And I'm laughing, but that does not mean I wasn't crying about an hour earlier for 10 minutes. <laughs> it's okay. I, <laughs> our brand, it's very on brand for us. It's very on brand for us. I was telling Haley that I went to Cafe Rio today and uh, long story short, something happened and it was literally the straw that broke the camel's back. And I was like, you know, that really says a lot when you finally have your mental breakdown in Cafe Rio. So <laughs> we have all been there. We have all been there. <laughs> and then it's so funny that you mentioned bruising your tailbone because it was my friend's wedding on Saturday, which I'm so happy that she got married and she listens to the podcast. So happy wedding, Jenica and Isaiah. I love both of you. And today is my friend Lauren's birthday. So happy birthday, Lauren. Oh, I love Lots Lauren. of celebrations. Yes, Miss Lou. She's so cute. Um, so we've had all these celebrations, whatever, and I'm getting ready on Saturday for this wedding. And I was trying to hurry because Saturday was just a day. It was super busy. And so I'm I went swimming and I came back home and I was trying to shower and like hurry and blow dry my hair and get out the door for this wedding. And I tried to sit down. Oh no. <laughs> and my mom's chair fell over <laughs> and I completely sat on the metal part of the chair. I bruised my butt so hard. Oh, oh no. <laughs> I'm still like when I sit down, I have to take some yeah. time because I'm like, ow. <laughs> And it, all it reminded me of, um, I don't know, Haley, you watched Good Luck Charlie, right? Yes. Okay. So do you remember episode one when Bob Duncan, he like hurts his butt yes. and he's like coccyx. <laughs> he's like, yes. it's such a funny word. He's like my coccyx. <laughs> That's all I could think of was like, I bruised my coccyx. <laughs> yes. Oh, the struggle. Struggle was real. So um, as of right now, not doing great, but I told Haley, this is the way my life is. As soon as I complain, everything goes right again. And so then it makes me look really dumb for complaining. So <laughs> I feel like that's life in general. Yeah. Honestly. So I have a feeling it's probably going to all look up now because I just huh. complained for like 45 minutes. So <laughs> as of right now, not thriving, but just watch tomorrow. It's going to be great. And I'm going to oh, yeah. be like, wow, I feel like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure things will turn around. They will. <laughs> they're, they're going to, because that's the way the universe does it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just a never ending cycle. Yeah. It's real fun. So <laughs> if you guys are having just an awful week or weeks, so yeah. you're not alone. You are not Maybe alone. If you bruised your butt, this week let us yeah. know let us know Maybe that's a common theme for the week very relatable yeah. <laughs> all right well we are doing things a little differently like you said in the beginning so we are doing something a little special for the last episode so we have been collecting 
your hot takes for about a month now. Yeah. And what we'll do is we are going to alternate reading hot takes and we'll take just a few minutes discussing each one. And there are some that I think we are already passionate about as we've gone through the list. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So it'll be, it'll be a fun time. Uh, We will take a break about halfway through. So we've got, I think about eight hot takes that we'll do. Then we'll take our break and then we'll come back and Mm -hmm. finish up hot takes and chat a little bit. And that'll be for episode 10. Yeah. Also, please don't feel bad if, uh, if we either don't take a long time reading your hot take or, we just kind of get through it quickly. We're, we're trying to get through all of them. We literally have put every single one that got submitted to us on this document. Yes. So we're trying to like push through them pretty quickly, but we will do our best to answer them. So, yeah, well, and I think we've also discussed taking some of these hot takes and pushing them out throughout our weeks mm-hmm. uh, during our break. So mm-hmm everyone else will be able to interact and we'll definitely always share those results so that you know what everyone else thinks. Yeah. yeah. So right. rainy start us off. Oh, I've got a good one. So this is from Kelly. She, her Nick Jonas is the hottest Jonas brother. Sorry, Frankie. And I will have <laughs> to give a big old ditto. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Good. okay. I love that they included, uh, or she included, Frankie and this. <laughs> are you, you on Frankie's Frankie? hot? Are, well, are you on Frankie Jonas TikTok? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I haven't been on there in a while, but right at the beginning where he was, yeah. Yeah. Where everyone was commenting on the others. He saying, was a real oh, celebrity you Frankie's there. brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, absolutely agreed. Nick I, Jonas Stan? Yes. I only Good. had Nick posters. I guess then we'll have to, all three of us are going to have to share them somehow. So, but I mean, I've seen a lot of people have really been feeling Kevin lately. Really? But I've never been, never been a Kevin girl. Yeah. Kevin was always just like, Joe was a little too much for me. He seemed, he seemed a little too hot and I couldn't do that. And then it's the straight uh, hair probably. And then. Kevin was just like not that he's bad looking or anything he just gave NPC energy like real oh hard gosh. he was just like the sidekick <laughs> I know and I feel so badly about that I do <laughs> and then like stood out yeah he got married very fairly quickly so I feel like he's lived a good life and yeah. he didn't need all of that attention no but I will gladly give Nick all of the attention so okay yep. next <laughs> we'll go. all right so logan submitted this one <laughs> and i had to look up the last name of this artist because i know of him i know of this song very well but i had to write out the correct pronunciation so this will be interesting so israel comma kavi comma kavivale his oh. version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow is better than Judy Garland's because it's more of a bop. And I absolutely have to disagree with that. 
Well, I agree that his version is a bop. Yeah. You can't say that it's better than Judy Garland's. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't think that you're allowed to say that. Yeah. Well, yeah. and it's isn't Israel's, isn't his like um, on the uke? Isn't yes. that the version? Yeah. 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 I, uh, I don't know where I sit. I don't, I, I'll just have to say, I actually don't have like a super strong opinion either way. I like both pretty much equally, but I do like both. I feel like it's a little bit of that like musical theater. And I did the Wizard of Oz in high school. So mm-hmm. I'm very attached to that. Very song. attached. Yes. <laughs> so I was very offended when <laughs> he said that uh, the other version was better. So he had to submit it to get everyone else's thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope this doesn't cause too many problems in the marriage later yeah. on. <laughs> to bring that up in counseling. <laughs> All right. So next, there should be laws and guidelines against family bloggers using their children as content. To clarify, they said, I think posting regular family photos are fine. I mean, exploiting children to get views and make money. And this was also submitted anonymously. This is a good one. And this is a great one. And this is one that I have done a lot of research on. And as somebody who works with children myself, um, I completely agree. I think it's exploitative and it is, uh, it is just for making the family money. And if you mm-hmm. look at a lot of these family bloggers, their lives are not all like peaches and cream. They are terrible. Like their lives are falling apart. They use their children for income. They're not giving their children a choice because honestly, if they're a minor, they don't get a choice. They just don't. And um, there are some laws to protect children who work in like the media industry, in the actual media industry. But even those laws are still really corrupt because um, and I'm not going to go into this because like literally I only got like two minutes. Um, (laughs) But if you get a chance, go and look up Jeanette McCurdy. She played Sam for my Carly. Go and look up her issues with the media industry and having to provide for her family and the things that it did to her as an actress, because there are a lot of issues just in general with putting children in the spotlight like that. And for us as um, members of the church, as Mm -hmm. we are, so for listeners that are members, Jeanette McCurdy was raised in the church. Yes. Which is a a little fun fact, but yeah, I really enjoy her content. I think that there's a difference between someone like Colleen Ballinger that um, that runs her vlog, but she does not make all of her content focused around her son mm-hmm. than people who will exploit their yes. child trauma or feelings or, hey, I'm going to record my child crying because they're upset over this, or I'm going to prank my child once or twice a week to get this really strong reaction and then make fun of them for it or use that as clickbait. That's Mm -hmm. what I think is wrong. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's, who's the channel about, is it about the kids or is it about the the parents? Yes. That's a huge difference. So with Colleen, it's not about the kids. 
No, they just happen to be those NPCs. <laughs> yeah, really. So. I come in every once in a while. So that's, that's the difference. Okay, Haley, let's okay. go. All right. So gender reveal parties are super cringe. And I have to agree. I think that <laughs> if you are having a gender reveal party that involves anyone more than maybe your immediate family, I don't think it's necessary. Sure. Post a video on Facebook. If you want to, I like gender reveal post. I think that's fun, but for me, it seems very unnecessary to have an entire party. And that seems like, I don't know, an unnecessary expense to me. Yeah. It's hard for me because I actually do like gender reveal stuff. I don't know that you need a whole party though. I think you could just do like, um, especially with COVID, a lot of people found ways to do the same thing where they'd pop, you know, the balloons or whatever to reveal what it was. Yeah. And just put it on a video. I, I think that's fine. But the other thing that I find a little problematic and you can let me know what you think is, does it set up children who later in life, um, discover that they're like trans or, uh, non-binary things like that? Does it set them up for potential like disappointment or, like if, if you had this big old party celebrating mm-hmm. their gender and then they're like, actually, I don't identify with that, I, you yeah. know, or, or is I it kind of one know. of those things that it's like, it wasn't your fault at the time. Uh, Cause that's what you thought, mm-hmm. but you're willing to, to address them differently when they get older. I like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where I, you said with that. See, I don't know that. And I, I can't speak from experience. I don't know that someone would think about their own gender reveal party mm-hmm. but then again I feel like gender reveal parties just became a thing within the past maybe five years mm-hmm. where it's really a truly a party made out mm-hmm. of it and it's become a big trend but I think that it gets a little risky when you have those parents that react poorly to finding out the gender yeah so that's where I, I wouldn't want to see my mom cry finding out that she was having a girl and not a boy or my dad get <laughs> mad and storm off. That's where I'm like, okay, maybe don't post that on the internet. And why would you like, <laughs> that's what I don't understand. Because people kind of think that note. it's hilarious and they yeah. get their five minutes of fame because they can uh, show their wife crying about not having the gender that she wanted. Again, exploiting somebody's physical pain or emotional yep. pain for views not Ugh. great. Please not don't great. do that. If you're listening, no. we don't no. support that. <laughs> okay. All right. Next. next one. Yep. All right. People standing right behind you in lines, <laughs> they need to give some space. No one is going to steal your spot. This was also submitted anonymously. <laughs> I don't know. I I'm laughing because I totally agree. Like, especially if you're on your phone, I feel yeah. like they can see what I'm doing on my phone. And I like, I'm not ever doing anything sketch. Let me clarify. Like I'm not, <laughs> I'm no, not looking at weird but... stuff, <laughs> but I'm just like, give me some space to breathe. Like, yeah. Or, and then, you know, if they, this, this really reminds me of like, if you're standing in line for something exciting, like let's say somebody was handing out like a hundred sweatshirts 
And so everybody like piles up in line to come get a sweatshirt, but I have to stand in the line, but it's like, even if you're standing really close to me, you are not going to be 98th in line any more than you're 98th in line now. Like, yeah, it it, it (laughs) It doesn't make a difference. Yeah. Just stay in your spot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like COVID was great for setting those boundaries when they were forced Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you have the standing spots with stickers and whatnot in line at stores. But then Mm -hmm. as people got more comfortable through the summer and mandates were lifted, then all of a sudden people are like, oh, I can stand closer than six feet to you. I can go real close. No, no, no. I appreciated having my space. And even in the middle of COVID, there were some people where I'm like, hello, like personal boundaries. Also, can you please <laughs> stand on the line? I don't yeah. want you breathing <laughs> down my neck. <laughs> like Just a few more feet. Thanks. Well, yeah. and it, I even noticed, um, like in the grocery aisles, people were so much more respectful with like COVID of like not getting in your space, yes. but now People will just stand in the middle of the aisle, no shame. not let you through or yep. like get really close to you. No shame. They'll like reach in front of you to grab something. They'll just be like, excuse me. And I'm like, that was my face. You just put your hand right in front of my face to grab your mac and cheese. You could have waited two minutes, but yeah. thanks. Yeah. It's, it's just, it's a whole mess. And, and I get it. I get like, maybe you need to get somewhere. But could you at least say, excuse me, before putting your hand on my face? Yes. Yes. You know, (laughs) instead of after. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So I think, you know, I, I really do like being able to see everybody's faces fully again and like feeling like things are getting back to normal. But I will say that that six feet rule was, was pretty nice. It kept people kind of out of my bubble. So, yeah. (laughs) So if, if you're listening back up give people their space, <laughs> be mm-hmm. more aware of that, even though there may not be lines. Yeah. A good, um, indicator is just arms reach. Yeah. So you if you can touch to them touch. within arms reach, then you're too close. Imagine like your shopping cart and then your arms link. Cause if you're pushing yes. your shopping cart, let's not run over our ankles, please. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't yeah. flat tire people nope. with your, your, <laughs> shopping cart yeah okay all right next Next. one okay pineapple on pizza debate so this one was also submitted anonymously and they went on to say like who cares what you like on pizza it's too big of a deal for me it's good but not amazing people need to stop hating so much oh this this person is very passionate about about the the debate itself it's not like about pineapple no no pineapple (laughs) the debate itself I mean agreed it feels like it's one of those things that people like to make into their personality like (laughs) they think they have a whole personality because they hate pineapple pineapple or they love pineapple (laughs) (laughs) I agree I mean I it's too much yeah but if we're talking about the debate itself I like personally don't prefer pineapple on pizza but I don't care I wonder yeah. why it was pineapple on pizza though. Like why, why is that? Why thing? is it why that one not... specifically? Yeah. Why not like anchovies? Olives. Yes. Why are we talking about fish on pizza? That's where the real problems start to exactly. start to seep in. Now that's that's when the people, 
that is a personality thing because <laughs> those people are possibly serial killers. I'm just saying. I'm not saying that there's totally a correlation between the two, but I am uh, saying that there is potentially a correlation between oh, yeah. the two. I would agree. And on my side, I, like also totally agree. I think this is like we're just we're just reaching. We're going a little too far. It's a little much. Like yeah. people need to chill on the debate. Yeah. But I also really, I love pineapple. Like I'll do like triple pineapple on pizza. Like I'm not kidding. And that's like my only topping. I'll, I'll totally eat it. Yeah. I think I like the sweet and like the savory, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't like the sogginess of pineapple with my pizza. That makes sense. I love pineapple. But here's the thing. Like I don't hate Haley for it. And I don't make me having triple pineapple. I don't care. That's not my only person. I don't think you're gross because of it. I just don't like the texture and that's fine. And and (laughs) everybody has different taste buds. There's nothing wrong with liking things or not liking things unless it's sardines on pizza. Yeah. Then we have a different problem, but that'll be for a different day. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Next one. Okay. So this is from Sarah. She, her 29, and she says, you do not need to use a filter on social media. And I agree to an extent you don't need to use one, but I'm not going to be upset if somebody does. Some people just like filters. Some people think they make them look cuter or they add a little bit of color to a photo. I've seen some really, really cool, like presets that celebrities will do that people can, can do to like upgrade the, the vibrancy and stuff of, of the photos. And it doesn't even look like there's an actual filter on them. It just makes it look better and more vibrant. Yeah. So I, I don't have any problem with filters. I've totally used filters before. Um, but I don't think that you need them either. And I'm totally content just posting the photo as is. Yeah. I definitely like if, like you said, if it's used to enhance the picture or to brighten, adjust something, totally get that. But I have so many people that I follow that are like mommy bloggers and whatnot. (laughs) And they, I have one girl specifically who uses a filter on every single Instagram story and it's fine except for when she's trying to promote a product Mm -hmm. and I can't see the true color of the product that she's Mm -hmm. trying to promote. So that's my one thing. I'm like, can you just take it off so that I can actually see what that product looks like? Because I genuinely Mm -hmm. want to know. And especially when she's bragging about the color and how much she loves it and how rich of a color it is. But then there's a filter filter. on it that completely alters that (laughs) color. (laughs) It's a little counterintuitive there. (laughs) But I am really glad that we're out of the um, puppy dog filter phase. Yeah. Well, even more than that, I, I'm really glad that we're out of the, like, and trust me, I fell victim to it, but the 2013, like Tumblr girl filter phase where it was like bright purple with like big lettering over it and all of that stuff, which people still do. Sometimes I had one lady on Instagram I, I still don't understand this. I'm still trying to figure this out to this day, but I remember for a solid like 60 days or so, she posted the exact same picture on Instagram, the exact mm-hmm. same one, 
with just a little bit of a different filter each day. Oh, I don't, oh. it was the same <laughs> selfie. Hmm. I, I don't know the reasoning behind that. <laughs> That's odd. <laughs> it's a little weird. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, you don't need to, you shouldn't feel like you need to, but if it's enhancing the colors of something, sure. Mm-hmm. But if you feel yeah. like you have to use it to like enhance your facial features, unnecessary. Yeah. Just yeah. use, use something else. It's, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Next. Okay. All right. So this was submitted by Gabby and the hot take is politics are 15% for people who care and 85% for people searching for identity. I, I don't know about the people searching for identity part, but I do believe that a lot of people easily use politics to, yeah, they, they kind of make it a big part of their identity and too easily Mm -hmm. will stick to a certain party and will just blindly follow that party because that's what Mm -hmm. they've decided and they don't really focus on the actual issues at hand Mm -hmm. it's more of well whatever this party says is right I'm going to agree with no matter what yeah that's what I've decided yeah I think groupthink is a really big issue on especially on like Twitter um, where people will literally harass people to be in a certain party. And so some people will just succumb to like doing things a certain way because they're afraid of getting harassed for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I see that happen a lot. Uh, you know, and I feel bad saying this because she is one of my favorite YouTubers, but, uh, Megan Rinks tends to fall into this category. Yes. I am name dropping. I don't like the way she acts on Twitter. Sometimes she, she can get a little bullying, um, about political views and stuff. And I'm like, that's not great. I think people are entitled to their own views and, um, and I do wish it was more like, I don't know percentage wise I don't know how much I totally agree I think Mm -hmm. it's more like 85 percent of people just caving to what's the group norm and then 15 percent for people who care but I do hope that eventually it'll be a hundred percent for people who care and that we do more research and try to learn like what our own identity is because once Mm -hmm. I started doing that I realized I wasn't one or the other I'm actually moderate I'm leaning liberal um but mostly moderate because I, I have things from both sides I like and dislike. And a lot of my views are based off of does it harm others? And that's where I get a lot of my views from. And so, um, and it can fall in different ways from both sides. And I think that a lot of people, I think there are a lot more people that genuinely want to know more and be more involved, but they (laughs) may be overwhelmed, don't know where to start. And so it's, they care, but they don't really know how to care Mm -hmm. because some people just get way too into it and they do make it more of a social thing than Mm -hmm. actually discovering their own beliefs. And I think some people make other people feel dumb if they like have only looked up two things about their political party so far. And it's like, it's like, okay, but everybody has to start somewhere. If they've only looked up two things, that's two things more than what they haven't. 
So, you know, like give them, give them a little bit of a break, give people a breathing room. We don't have to decide a political party right away and political parties. I I don't like the blindly following thing either, because I think political parties can fall on a spectrum a lot of times Mm -hmm. and you don't have to blindly agree to every single thing that your party agrees to. And so it's, it's figuring out, sorting out what you feel is right or wrong and learning where you fall. And by me doing so, because for the longest time I thought I was conservative. And then Mm -hmm. for a long time, I thought I was liberal. And then I kind of realized I was like, I'm neither. I'm like, yeah. And that's when I was like, oh, maybe I'm more moderate. So, I mean, I think it truly depends on the issue on the policies that you're talking about. And I think that that's how it should be. Is it should be based off of how you feel about each individual thing. Yeah. So take your time. That way. Yeah. Yeah. Take your time. Do some research and don't let people bully you into having a yeah. political identity. Yeah. Stop the name calling. I don't like the name calling from any side. But on that note, we yeah. are going to take a quick break. <laughs> I need it. And yeah, we will come back and finish so- up the rest of your hot takes. Um, yes, you need to liquefy your inside taste buds oh, okay. inside. <laughs> okay, well, okay, well, <laughs> some water and we will be back. <laughs> Bye. Welcome back. We are hydrated. The thirst has been quenched. Liquefied. <laughs> yes. And we are ready to continue hot takes. Rainy, what do you have for us? Okay. Mm-hmm. This one came from Anonymous and it is hot Cheetos are disgusting. Original Cheetos are better. Classic Cheetos. Oh, wow. Classic cheddar cheese puffs. That is difficult to say. Yeah. And crunchy ones. All right. Uh, I'm about to agree. I'm about to uh, agree. I'm about to offend so many people because I don't like any spicy hot food. I am so white. Pepper. Typical white girl. Yep. For sure. Pepper like hurts me. Ketchup might be a little too spicy. I don't know. But like I I am just OG Cheetos, especially. I mean the cheddar cheese puffs are pretty good, but I actually really just like the the like OG Cheetos, like the the little thin strips of Cheetos. Yeah. I could I could sit and munch on those all day. Ugh. I love them. I am a hot Cheetos girl. Oh no. Through. Well, yeah, Haley does have the nails and the hoops for it. I so. do. But I will say hot Cheetos, you have to eat them with what was it that I discovered? I think it was an icy hot Cheetos and like <laughs> I think a cherry icy it's a really good combination because you get the spice and then you've got your icy to help cool you down. Okay. okay. But the actual puffs are disgusting. I hate the texture. I like the puffs. Oh my gosh. It reminds me of like the little baby food puffs. Maybe I like those too. I don't know. Ew. Do you like Lucky Charms? No. 
that's why you don't like the little puffs. Yeah. I mean, I like soggy cereal, but I don't like how which we don't we don't need to go back into that again. (laughs) (laughs) That was a trauma I never thought I would have to relive, but you just made me do it again. So I I think hot Cheetos are delicious. I like the jalapeno cheddar ones too. Um, I appreciate the original ones and and occasionally go to the crunchy ones, the classic ones, but gotta stay with my hot Cheetos. I'm sorry. I love the little puffs or like the cheese balls that they sell in the big containers from like Costco. Those are so good. I can just sit and munch on those all day. No, (laughs) no. See, that's how I feel about the hot Cheetos. Actually, since I'm not a hot Cheetos stan, I to me, this just already sounds disgusting, but you tell me what you think. If I remember right, it was Mountain Dew. They're going to, um, combine with hot Cheetos and make like a hot Mountain Dew. That's unnecessary. It feels really unnecessary (laughs) and disgusting. Yeah. Well, like I think hot Cheetos, I don't know if they did a collab with craft or they made their own mac and cheese i haven't tried that yet but Mm -hmm. once again unnecessary just stick to the cheetos they did mountain dew did just make a hard mountain dew so for any of our beer drinkers out there you guys can (laughs) (laughs) guys can get lit to mountain dew but like yeah hot mountain dew that's not it that's not it uh-uh. I could see like I don't drink, but I could see people liking the hard Mountain Dew. That that actually does kind of yeah. make sense to be kind of like hard lemonade. But then I guess there are some alcoholic drinks that do have a, a little bit of a spice to them. So oh, you wanna you're right. Because isn't there like, like a fireball whiskey or something like that? Isn't that- yeah. And then thinking of I, I don't know what spice is it. I don't want to say it wrong, but there's some sort of like Latin spice that is added to the rim of some drinks Mm -hmm. to give off like a little spice, like a spicy margarita, I think. Yeah. And so maybe some people will be into the spicy. I see people add like Mountain Dew um, salt to the rims as well or sugar crystals. Yeah. I've also, I had a virgin mojito when I was on my cruise like a couple of years ago or a couple of years ago, it was like last year, <laughs> but that was not my favorite. And I love mint, but mm-hmm. I was not, I'm not a mojito. Stan. I don't like mint drinks. Yeah. That was, nope. that was a little weird. It was a little yeah. too far. Yeah. And I was like, can we not ever do that again? So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, any of our, uh, since Haley and I obviously don't know what we're talking about. Um, any of our drinkers on the podcast, let us know if you like spicy alcohol. Are you interested in the hot Mountain Dew yeah. or or even like a hot? What about a Cheeto alcohol? You know, like a, like a hot Cheeto alcohol. Mm-hmm. Would that be good? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we need some we need some extra feedback. We don't yeah. know what we're talking yeah. about. okay Haley all right so this next one was submitted by Zimnia is that correct yes and there's two actually in here so I just noticed that okay so the first one is that America's measurement system sucks as a teacher I have to agree that it is very confusing especially with the state standards having to teach Mm -hmm. them at the same time Mm -hmm. (laughs) is very confusing for students (laughs) 
And I just think that we are being too extra and it's unnecessary. I don't have an opinion on the measurement system. Like if it changed, it changes, whatever. I'm not like mad either way. I do have a strong, strong opinion though on the temperature measurement system. And I am a Fahrenheit girl till the day I die. I don't understand what is so great about Celsius. It doesn't make sense. It starts at like a negative number. I do agree. Fahrenheit is zero to a hundred. How, how uncomplicated is that? It is so easy that a monkey could learn it. It's like, like, why do you want to complicate things that don't need to be complicated? (laughs) If you're mad about the American measurement system being complicated, then you shouldn't be mad about Fahrenheit being uncomplicated. I don't Hmm. get it. Sorry. Like I said, I'm very worked up. (laughs) Well, as you say that, I mean, then again, I do appreciate just being able to whip out my measuring cups and not having to weigh everything. So yeah. is the question that our measurement system sucks or that everyone else should just change, switch over? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get over are, are it. We, are we better than everyone? I'm just kidding. We might be actually. What what was your your motto, Haley? Right? It's oh, get over hashtag it. Get over it. Get over it. Yeah. Okay. So then the second part of this submission was that Disney princesses are overrated and we need more princes. And I would love a good prince backstory. Or yes. no, not ne- not even necessarily a backstory, maybe a backstory of a current Disney prince that we know, but let's yeah. introduce new ones. That'd be cool. Yeah. I- I don't know so much about the first part. I actually love Disney princesses and I, do too. I think a lot of them have been really good role models for girls, especially where society is so corrupt with misogyny and like anti-feministic messages that like having Disney princesses that either fall in love or learn independence or bravery or things like that. They stand up, they're heroes. Those were really cool for me to see as a kid. And, uh, and even as an adult, they've taught me a lot of things about um, just like my potential as a woman. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think that they're overrated. In fact, I think that we could have to see princesses for the rest of our lives and it'll still be, um, really helpful, but I also agree that we 100% need more princes. And like Haley said, especially more prince backstories. Like when we learned about, I think my favorite prince backstory is either, well, I love Aladdin. He, that's one of them. He's probably one of my favorite yeah. ones. Cause he's, I guess it's not technically a prince backstory, but in a way it is because it leads up to him becoming a prince. Mm-hmm. Um, or even like uh, Flynn Rider was one of my favorites. Yeah. So I guess I guess I really like um, <laughs> bandits who become yeah. good guys. <laughs> I mean, every He's girl like loves a bad boy. <laughs> I do. I love my bad boys. Yeah. So, but it's just cool. Like in a way that those stories tell the backstories of these princes until they mm-hmm. become ones. But then we've got people like Prince Eric or Prince Charming, who literally says like, what, five words in Snow White? 
Um, so it would be cool if we learned more about their backstories too. I think that was a fun part about once upon a time. If you ever watched that? No. Did you watch that? Okay. So it could be kind of cringe at times. I'm not going (laughs) to lie, but it was one of my favorite shows and I loved it because it explored backstories of different like characters and it gave Mm -hmm. them more depth. And what, and one of the main storylines was Snow White and Prince Charming. And you learn so much more about Prince Charming and they're actually like my favorite storyline in the whole show. So yeah, if you guys haven't seen Once Upon a Time, you don't need to watch the rest of the seasons if you don't want to, because it kind of falls short towards like season three, four, but season one slaps. It's so good. It is like, you can tell that they had to take a lot of time and care with it to get renewed, Mm -hmm. but it is, it's very cohesive. It makes a lot of sense. It's fun learning all the different storylines. So if you even just watch one season, watch season one. Okay. Nice. Okay. Next one. All right. Uh, Anonymous said Brittany versus Christina and I, it's hard, but I am 100% going to give my full heart to my girl, Brittany. I love Brittany Spears. This was, this was hard because I think that I remember I saw Brittany Spears in concert when I was like maybe four or five because my older sisters (laughs) were the ones going. And so of course I just tagged along and after thinking about it, I listened to a lot of them right before we started to record the episode because I was like okay I need a refresher because I think that Christina has the vocals and the raw talent I think that Brittany has the potential but that management or somewhere up that line didn't let her actually show that potential Mm -hmm. that she had because I think a lot of us have already heard her sing before she really got famous. I think there are a couple like viral videos where you really got to hear her soul in her music. Yeah. And I feel like if she was allowed to explore that side of her, then I could say that they're head and head with that talent. I would much rather see Britney in concert, but also I would want to experience Christina's vocals in person. Ooh. Mm. Yeah. That was a good answer. I can't beat that. It's tough, which goes into the next one. Yeah, a nice Ugh. segue. I mean, NSYNC versus Backstreet Boys. Oh, and this I've got to go NSYNC. I oh mean, I goodness. love Backstreet Boys, but NSYNC mm-hmm. is my go-to. I, this one, this one is my toughie because I remember, so my brother and my cousin are, six days apart no five five days oh. apart. like they're really really close in age and um one of them I can't remember which one liked which but I remember them just having battles over NSYNC versus <sighs> Backstreet Boys because one liked the other more yeah and uh as much as I do like NSYNC I, I've got to give it to Backstreet Boys they time and time again that is who I go back and listen to even now I have their music on my phone right now that I'll just go and like listen to and I love 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 their I don't want to say it's brand new it's been out for a few years but their (laughs) newer stuff like that is so cool to me that they came back and recorded new music and it's not the exact same sound it's it definitely fits more with this era of music 
mm-hmm. but it's still so good. I <laughs> I cried. I was so excited the first time they started really? singing again. Yeah, Aww. it just it did my heart so good. I was so happy yeah. to hear them back again. So, yeah. um, back streets back. All right. All right. (laughs) I know. I was definitely influenced by my older sisters that I definitely think that they had more in sync CDs growing up. So that's that's what I listened to. (laughs) But I I do love my Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Okay. Next. Yeah. All right. This one's controversial for our BYUI, BYU people. This is also from Anonymous, and I see why you stayed hidden so you wouldn't... (laughs) have to run from people yeah. uh short versus long engagement long engagement all the way yeah actually nope i'm gonna clarify long dating period mid like middle not short not long just middle engagement mm-hmm. and then obviously long marriage i don't think it's yeah. e- ever anything you should rush into no i think that for me dated uh I'm trying to do the math. Like maybe nine months. We had known each other for <laughs> 10, 11 months. You and Telfer or you and Logan? Right. <laughs> Logan. Logan. Okay. Logan. Just had to clarify. <laughs> dated, dated nine months, got engaged. We were engaged for a little over a year. And that for me was the best time. I mean, I was in the best possible situation that I could be in getting married, like mm-hmm. financially, mentally. And it was, it was a great year. I mean, yeah. I do not regret it. We got engaged in August of 2018, originally wanted to get married in April of 2019. And then sometime in maybe January or February, we decided, you know what, we don't feel like financially ready. There are some Mm -hmm. goals that we have career wise to really set us up for success as a couple. And taking that time was the best thing that we could have done for our marriage. Mm-hmm. like hands down. So hands down. And it, it is, there was, um, I had a teacher that I took an adult living class from. And if any piece of advice she ever gave me has stuck with me the most, it was that you need to treat your dating life kind of like a pregnancy. <laughs> okay. So it's nine months. <laughs> um, so the first three months, the first trimester, um, you are in the honeymoon period. You don't see any flaws in the person. It's like, whatever, yeah. everything's great. Four to six months is when flaws start to come out. This and trust issues start to form. Most couples break up within the four to six month period. That is uh, a fact. And then six to nine months is when you know that you've kind of gotten through those rough patches. You've started to learn who the person really is. True personalities start to show that kind of stuff. Um, And you really, truly love them for who they are. And so that's kind of more the period where you're like, okay, we can say, I love you, that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. Um, and so I would want to get engaged between like nine months to a year, probably just yeah. to be safe. Yeah. But I, I'm actually curious, what are your thoughts, Haley, on the, the like pressure rush, not pressure rush. Like, I guess, I guess pressure could be it, but more just like, I don't know that it's a fact. It's just like a thought that a lot of people have that if you don't, if you stay engaged for too long, 
and you want to remain celibate, it mm-hmm. sets you up basically for disaster. Yeah. Um, that you're gonna like have sex before marriage if if that is something that you're like not wanting to do. I I just don't know how much I agree with that, but again, I've never been in that situation. And I'm sorry if this is too personal to ask, no. but like was that hard for you where you were engaged for a while? Like I don't I don't know. No, like it was obviously a choice that I had made. Like I I would be more fearful of getting engaged during that honeymoon phase. And that makes sense for people because I think oftentimes we talk like when talking about that Mm -hmm. rush, it is because they get engaged during that honeymoon time Mm -hmm. and you, you still have those rose colored glasses on and you haven't experienced that person as a whole being yet. And I mean, this could be your future partner, your eternal partner, whatever you believe. This could be potentially the person that you are beginning and raising a family with. And I think that if you truly do, trying to think of the word for it, like find such a strong like importance, if if you feel so strongly Mm -hmm. about the sanctity of marriage then shouldn't you feel that strongly to make sure that you fully know that person is how I mm-hmm. see it. And so, yep. <laughs> I mean, in, in terms of like remaining celibate, I mean, <laughs> we didn't get engaged during that honeymoon phase. Mm-hmm. And so that's not what our relationship was about. Mm-hmm. No I mean, fornications committed. We <laughs> decided <laughs> like, I mean, we had already decided on each other forever and mm-hmm. we knew when we were getting married. And so our focus was on making sure that we were set up to have a successful life and relationship. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. that's good to know. Cause like I said, I've never experienced that. So I don't know yeah. because a lot of people say that like, oh, it's just basically setting you up for disaster. And I'm like, is that actually true? Or no. is that just what people say because they really want especially in our culture in the LDS culture because they want people to get married yeah why would you get married out of fear for messing up like wouldn't you want to hold off on getting married in fear of messing that marriage up you would think you know but a lot of people have this idea that once you get (laughs) married everything's perfect yeah butterflies and rainbows yeah (laughs) it can be but it's good to know that the person that you're choosing is someone yeah that you can go through those struggles with because that is a full, like a completely new situation for everyone involved yeah so interesting yeah okay next okay let's see Ooh, all right kaylin submitted this one Kaylin's. and she is saying that in and out is overrated and culver's is where it's at okay i love in and out burgers hate their mm-hmm. fries absolute trash Culver's delicious once again their fries are trash and they have ice cream so I do love Culver's and they have delicious in and out has ice cream yeah but Culver's has custard Mm. and mix-ins in and out has shakes right Mm. they don't have anything other than shakes yeah it's just shakes Mm -hmm. okay but I think that their burgers are delicious so don't like Culver's fries uh uh-uh. uh, but before I uh, went gluten free, mm-hmm. um, 
their their chicken strips were so good. They almost have like a like the same batter you would use on fish, oh. in my opinion. But I love Culver's chicken strips. They taste so good. And like In and Out, I love In and Out. I think it's mm-hmm. so tasty. And I actually, so I love Culver's custard. I have no problems with it. I love In and Out fries. I also love In and Out burgers. I will say though, I like I really like In and Out shakes because they're See, I've like, never had one. So it's it's very different. It's a different kind of soft serve, and I can only find mm-hmm. it at certain restaurants. But I think it tastes better than like McDonald's soft serve or whatever. Have you ever had a Burger King shake or an Arby shake? I've had an Arby shake. Yeah, yeah. It's the same kind of soft serve like that. It's like really good. Okay. Like, like okay. it tastes fancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I know a lot of people are probably like, you just said Arby's and, Bar- and Burger King are fancy, but guess what? I am from Idaho. So that is, <laughs> that is my fancy. <laughs> yeah. So, so which one are you choosing? Okay. Uh, I love In-N-Out. I really do wholeheartedly. Yeah. But if they had to get rid of a restaurant and I was only allowed to choose one, the Mm -hmm. only reason Culver's would win is because they have more uh, menu items. So I'd have more to choose from. Yep. So I'd agree. I like both a lot. Okay. This next one. Oh, this is from lovely Logan himself. He decided to submit to. So, um, and this is the house armed service committee voted to require women to sign up for the draft thoughts, but I have to give a quick side story on this because Haley and I <laughs> were dying over this. He included this like link in the, <laughs> in the question. Yes. And I thought it was somebody spamming us. <laughs> like, it does look spammy thought. when you read yeah, it. Yeah, that submitted it. And I was like, Haley, should we delete that one? This is obviously spam. And then I realized it was from Logan. And I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so my thoughts are I don't like that anybody's required to be submitted for draft. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't want to be forced, but if I don't want to be forced, then I feel like men shouldn't be forced either. Um, I think it should be a volunteer only experience, but I understand that there could be a point where like people have to fight. So I guess maybe mm-hmm. it, it would put women in that position. I guess the only thing that like makes me upset about that though, is that means that we're planning on more wars. And to mm-hmm. me, that's the bigger problem is not who's being drafted, but the yeah. fact that we're still having wars that need to be drafted. I think there's mm-hmm. other ways to resolve issues other than bombing people or shooting people down. So um, I don't, I'm not very happy in general that there's a draft in the first place that they're forcing people to like sacrifice their lives Yeah. Um, over something that like they may not even have an opinion on. Mm-hmm. Um, that just feels very inhumane to me. Yeah. Um, and also I, I do know that like, mothers for the most part tend to have like more nurturing qualities which is why they probably kept women for a long time like Mm -hmm. you know having kids but I've also seen a lot of men who have those nurturing qualities who may do better being at home than the women Mm -hmm. so maybe if it's like per couple it could that you could just pick whoever would rather serve in the military more or something Hmm. I just 
I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of different ways that we could do this. And ultimately I wish it didn't even come down to signing up for drafts. I wish it was, let's find a way to end wars. Yeah. How about you, Haley? I mean, all I know is if this actually goes into, into action that, um, I know that we have talked before about people asking, uh, when I'm going to have kids and I'm telling Mm -hmm. you the second I read that this is an official thing is the (laughs) day that I stop birth control. Let's go. That is a (laughs) promise. I did not ask for that kind of equality in America. I, I totally just want to be. Saw... <laughs> oh my gosh. Have you ever seen those TikToks where it was like a full on like butch lesbians, you know, being like as soon as they try to require yes. me to be in a draft and they like dress themselves up all cute and they're yes. like a little homemaker. <laughs> yes, that That's would be me 100%. 100%. <laughs> maybe I'll join like all I was asking for is for equal pay and to be like respected as a human being I no no it's a little disrespectful to to sacrifice you as a human into war so yeah (laughs) no thanks I'll pass (laughs) amazing okay we've got two more Haley okay go this one oh my gosh okay anonymous (laughs) said babies should be banned for movie theaters (laughs) i didn't pay 15 dollars to hear a baby cry for two hours straight um i mean they have point honestly and excuse i know rainy's looking at me my makeup is starting to like sweat into my eyes so it's just gonna uh you're all right for the rest of the time so that's all right we're almost done yeah uh but i mean i i don't think that they are wrong (laughs) i think that there's a way that we could do it i don't think little brand new infants up to like a certain age should be in a movie Mm -hmm. theater um especially if they can't control that crying um maybe there should be age restrictions on other movies like pg-13 movies Uh um because it does say pg-13 but the uh, movie theaters don't care if a 10 year old or a nine-year-old goes into it you know as long as they've got like a guardian with them yeah so um i would say maybe just stricter age limits because i don't think there's anything wrong with taking kids to like a fun little disney movie that they want to go see like that's really fun for kids to get to go out and do that so just making stricter limits on who can go into which movie yes yeah baby as an infant not cool maybe if there's a way to have some sort of like a mother's lounge area where it's like a little cut out where they're still able to view the movie and they have their own speaker within that box so it's like off to the side <laughs> in the normal theater <laughs> or even would be even nice. like in the church they have in the mother's lounges they have speakers so you can hear like what's going on during sacrament so oh, if they yeah. had just like a tv or something where you could go in and like watch i don't yeah. know 
the movie, yeah. uh, something like that. I, I'm not totally sure how that would work, but mm-hmm. I do think a mother's lounge is a good idea because they don't have those in movie theaters. No. Which they should. But yeah. also, I get that you want to go out and do something fun and like relax, but I just don't think if you have a baby that that's, that is that young, yeah, you should be going to maybe like a dark movie theater with loud noises and stuff mm-hmm. that like we're all born with two fears and those two fears are loud noises and falling so why take them to a movie that's dark with a bunch of loud noises that's gonna make that baby cry no matter what kind of movie you're watching Mm -hmm. so it it may just be best to wait until you can get a babysitter or um there's a lot of especially because of covid a lot of streaming services are now starting to let you buy movies just to watch at home yeah yeah so you could do that too yeah i know it's different than having a crying baby on an airplane everyone knows when they Mm -hmm. buy an airplane plane ticket that they're well aware mm-hmm. that there can be a crying baby and that's okay and I feel so badly for mothers who are stressed because they're worried mm-hmm. that everyone hates them but I mean you it's this okay. is a movie it's, it's a okay different. it's a movie it's different yeah yeah there's other ways yeah yeah all right last okay one. last one people who restrict their pets from sitting on their furniture shouldn't have pets I've feel like I probably can answer this a little better than Haley because I don't think you grew up with many pets if no, I'm correct that, that, that sounds harsh yes and I grew up with lots of pets <laughs> I was very much a pet person <laughs> we always let our pets on our furniture yeah um a little more strict about counters because you mm-hmm. just don't want like kitty prints and stuff in your food which funny uh-uh. story my aunt does let her cat up on the counter sometimes oh. and and the she had like these brownies, but they were covered with plastic wrap. Mm-mm. So the cat walked. <laughs> no, nope. I thought it was so funny. There's these little nope. paw prints all over in the brownies. No. That's why I don't eat other people's food. <laughs> It, it, nothing got in it it was there's fine. no guarantee there's no guarantee there's cat no, hair on the counter com- it was completely covered it yeah, was but fine. you touch that foil you peel it back you dig in to get the brownie or whatever <laughs> all of a sudden you've put that into the air it comes down so you can tell Haley is not a pet person I <laughs> I'm not a pet hair person. I will say Logan's family does an incredible job of maintaining the pet hair. So they don't let their pets sit yeah. on the furniture, but they love their dog. And yeah. they just, I mean, for them, they just don't let them sit on their furniture. And that's fine. I don't think that makes them bad pet owners or that they don't deserve to own a pet. I mean, their I dogs have so many other areas in the house that they enjoy they do but there's something different it hits a little different when you're like sad and the animal come up on the couch and like sit on your lap it it hits a little different and they, so they're allowed on the bed they sleep yeah they'll sleep in the bed with them I think I think there's certain furniture places that animals should be allowed to go I'm not honestly I'm not a big fan of letting cats on counters either I just thought it was funny having the, yeah. the little yeah. kitty prints on the brownies yeah but um <laughs> but like I also don't mind if cats get up on top of a fridge because there's no food or anything up there they'll just like we just keep papers on top of our fridge so I don't mind if if like our cat gets up there but then it's like but for him to get up there he still has to get on the counter so it's just I don't know I I yeah. have mixed opinions on it but for the most part I like to let my my animals have as much autonomy as possible within the house mm-hmm. because especially for cats I 
I don't like letting them outside because I've just seen too many cats get lost that way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so if they can't go outside and their only place to roam is inside, I don't want to restrict it any more than like they already are. I don't want them to feel so caged. So there's limits. Um, I think there's worse kinds of abuse that people definitely do to their animals. Uh, But I I will say it's not my favorite when people don't let their animals sit on furniture because it's like, don't have animals if you you really don't want them on any of your furniture. Like, you can't control that. Like, animals will still just be animals. I guess I'm just, I've, I've seen, I've seen it in households. Like it works very well, but then again, I think it depends on the space. Like you said, Mm I like in the houses that it works where the animals aren't allowed on furniture, they have a couple thousand square feet to roam Mm -hmm. in. And Mm -hmm. so they have all of that freedom where they're not, you know, contained Mm -hmm. to a small space. So they, they have a lot of freedom and they have their own furniture that they are allowed to sit on. It's more of. I don't know. I, I've seen it work, but like I said, it's in houses where they're given there's a lot that, more room. Yeah, there's a lot more room. Because you've been to my house, Haley. It's not the biggest house. And so yeah, that I, would make sense. I just feel bad restricting my animals in a place like that. Like, it's, yeah. I just, I want to give them, and, and I don't know, even if I was in a bigger house, because I, you totally make a point. I just, for me, I don't like doing that to animals. I like, I like giving them some more freedom. Yeah. So, but I don't think ill of people who do. Yeah. As long as you're just not being mean about it. I, I get it. You want to preserve yeah. your furniture or whatever. Um, but I think I, I would much rather just let my animals on yeah. furniture. I don't I, mind I, if they come and sit on my lap. I, I see it as this just came to me as like how some parents allow their kids to eat in the living room yes some yeah don't like for me I'm still not allowed to eat in my parents living room <laughs> I'm an adult <laughs> and my my nieces are not allowed to eat in the living room but they're uh-huh. also not allowed to eat one of my sisters allows food in the living room the other does not and mm-hmm. so it's one of those things where like are you going to tell someone that they shouldn't have kids if their kids aren't allowed to like eat on the in the living room. In the living yeah. room. <laughs> so that's that that just came to my mind. I I thought it yeah. was funny because people make some people make a big deal about it saying, "Oh, well they'll never learn or it's it's not that big of a deal or oh, there's no way that you can have toddlers and expect them to not bring food into the living room. And I'm like, mm-hmm. no, like I've seen it done. You just set those boundaries. They respect mm-hmm. them. And that's it. Like it can mm-hmm. be done if you want it to be done. But and set it. the boundaries respectfully. I think maybe yeah. that's where I was coming from is I've seen people be like really mean to their animals if they jump yeah. up on the furniture. Yeah. And it's like, you don't have to be mean. Just pick no. them up and put them down. Like, yeah, yeah. be nice about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yes. yeah, that's, well, I guess that's, wow. It's oh my gosh, it's so weird. It's so weird. I don't know how to say goodbye. Goodbye. Well, it's not see you later. It's not goodbye. It's see you later. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess before we end, um, I first want to give like a huge thank you to just everybody who's listened and supported us. I've been looking at our um demographics and Mm -hmm. 
we have reached over 500 downloads on our podcast, which is just like, so, so cool that That's we've, so we've had so exciting. many people yeah. listen and support us every week. Um, the next one is, is, I mean, season two is the same thing. We'll be mm-hmm. asking questions, having guests. Yeah. We've gone through a lot of questions, but we still have some that we'll definitely bring into season two, but we don't have enough to cover a full season. So, you know, if you've got questions through these next, you know, couple months or whatever, any yeah. tough spots you're going into things you want help on, please submit some questions. So we, we can help you it gives us content. Yes. So win, win. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We'll definitely be posting on social media. You'll hear from us every week. There won't be a very scheduled, you know, posting time or day, but you'll definitely hear from us and we'll remind you to submit questions throughout the break. We're still around. (laughs) Still around. We're excited to come back for season two and take some time off to, uh, you know, get those creative juices flowing again. And please feel free to um, let us know what you've thought of the podcast so far. If you've got any suggestions yes. for um, things we could do a little differently or things, especially things you've enjoyed. It's always nice to hear some positive feedback yeah. about what you're liking. Um, that's really helpful for us. So we know what directions to take things. So, and let us know how you enjoyed this. Cause if you liked it, we could yeah. totally do it again for season two. It was a little different, but it was fun. Yeah. yeah very well, interesting. Thank you everyone for listening and yeah, uh, we'll see you guys. Thanks to my, well, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see you next week. Next, <laughs> yeah, we'll, uh, we'll hear you. Ago. You guys will hear us um in a couple months <laughs> yeah thanks to my fantastic co-host yeah my beautiful closet co-host my co- <laughs> you are my um bedroom co-host <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay well on that note I guess it's time for us to go <laughs> ah! <laughs> I don't want it to mean anything I more than what we're from my closet. That's all she meant by that. I record from my bedroom, and <laughs> that, that is, is all that she meant from that. Do not take yes. that out of context. You well, did start that one. But... I did, and on that note, <laughs> <laughs> we will. I, it's hard, so hard to say that we'll see you guys next time because we never actually see you guys. But if you're listening, follow us on social media, please. Yeah. We want to know who you are. Email yeah. us or DM us, please. If you please. if you've enjoyed, actually, that's a good point. Uh, one more point before we we go. Um, if you are enjoying a podcast, or if there was one that you like extra liked or something, please even just like the post. That helps us a lot to know who's listening, um, what ones you're liking, what ones you're excited to watch or watch, listen to. (laughs) Um, It's, it is so helpful for us if you follow us and, and give us that feedback in that way too. That's very helpful for us. So, oh, and leave a review. Yes. Uh, Reviews help a lot. Mm -hmm. They help because when the more you review, the more our podcast reaches other people. So reviews, sharing, all of that helps us so, so much. Follow us wherever you're listening to us. Follow the podcast. Yeah. That way you are notified when season two comes out. Yep. And. And we'll be really persistent on social media too. Trust me. 
<laughs> yeah. Hey. All well, right. I guess we'll see you later. I know. Hey. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.